1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hair sample to dr jeffrey meldrum if you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch Cause it could be a hit But if you've never seen a Sasquatch Just seek and you will find Because Bigfoot is a state of mind Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hidden Zoo Where every week or so we make fun of an animal That probably doesn't exist My name is Don, with me as always is Blake Hey Don Hey Blake, how, how are you as if we haven't been talking For the last 20 minutes Oh, just great. We were talking um, about bought, buying an old vending machine and turning it into a gun safe. <laughs> how how kind of cool that would be. It's like, who's going to try to steal your Cokes? Yeah. Um, or I could offer someone like, oh, you're, oh, man, don't rob me. Here, you want a Coke? And then just shoot him. Or just uh, mod- get an RC Cola machine and no one will ever investigate. Yeah, fuck you. I love RC Cola. <laughs> I'm not even from the South and I love RC Cola. <laughs> Do they have Fago in machines? Yes. On the, on the east side? I've seen Fago in machines. Wow. Do you have the option of a White Castle burger to dispense as well? <laughs> no, but anytime you buy Fago from a machine, it does play an ICP song for you. It just goes whoop whoop mm-hmm. at you as it, as, it, as it vends. Drink up, my ninja. Whoop whoop. <laughs> there burn up any magnets in this machine. Yeah, 2020 is the year we learned that the ICP are actually stand-up guys. Or, well, it, like, it crystallized because I've been kind of suspecting for a while that maybe they're not the brightest when it comes to science, but they're actually kind of cool, even if their audience sucks. They might but, be mildly socially conscious. Yeah. Like, because a couple of years ago, I read something where Violet J uh, was like, I don't understand people who hang the Confederate flag. You know, if I see a Confederate flag sticker on a car I'm driving behind, only thing that runs through my mind is if I was black, I would just think you wanted to own me. I'm like, goddamn, Violet J. You get it in a way that non-clowns do not. I know. How how does Shaggy too dope feel? Oh, probably the same. He's, you think he's pretty wise as well? Whichever is the fat one, which I think is Violet J. I can never keep him straight. His sister. I, sister. I can't bring myself to learn the distinction. His uh, his daughter is a furry. And rather than just like being a dick about it, he just bought like an ICP clown face fursuit and went to a con with her. That's... I mean, it's kind of, I can't think of more of a glass house to live in. To, <laughs> than being the insane clown posse. Than being like, I don't know, mm, furries. Mm-mm. Dad, you paint your face like a clown and rap about miracles while spraying Fago at white trash. Fair point. All right. Fair point. All right. All right. I, did, I did once hit tequila, tequila with a rock. So. <laughs> yeah, and poop. And my own poop. I did once do that. <laughs> I did. That's what I was trying to think of what they threw at her, and I couldn't think of it. So yeah, human fecal matter. <laughs> okay, they threw feces. Okay. Yeah, so, I doubt that yeah. the the original ninjas themselves did it. No, no, but, but like they were a party to it. They they did they did cancel this year's gathering of the juggalos because they said it's not worth risking a single jug of life. That's right. Yes. We want them to die of hepatitis the old fashioned <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, they they shouldn't die of COVID. They should die of all of the sexually transmitted diseases they get fucking in the mud at the gathering of the juggalos. Yep. I see I <laughs> ICP tuberculosis is a, is a thing I'd never heard of until I listened to the Dark Carnival. 
and like, then, but new diseases you... are coming out of this. <laughs> oh, I bet I bet ICP owes its history to a to a crash circus train. <laughs> like somewhere in where where do they where do those two hail from? What is their Michigan? Where, I, th- I think Detroit. Is that their sign their signature sound or the Detroit sound? Uh, let me look it up. I, I want to like say M, just like Eminem. Oh come on, Google! First result for ICP is International Center of Photography. No one fucking searches for that when they type ICP. <laughs> no one has ever. They're just. No one has no. ever wanted that. That re- and Google's just <laughs> that trying result. to maintain their bullshit dignity. You know, Insane Clown Posse is number two. And we'll keep this under wraps because you know. Uh, Insane Clown Posse, Violent J. Just tap the search chip below. My phone decided I said, okay, Google, and search for just tried to maintain their bullshit big do just, you know, insane clown posse's number two. No. Hey, Siri. Uh, Where is insane clown posse from? The early history, Detroit, Michigan. Yep. Oak Park suburb of Detroit, Michigan. What does Siri say? This is not wrong. But a little more general than I was looking for. So what did you say in Michigan? Oak Park. It's a sub- northern suburb of Detroit. Yeah. Uh, carrying on the Trout. The Trout. The Trout permission. Of the Motor City Madman. Yep. You got ICP. You got. And the Nuge. Eminem. You got Robocop. You got. <laughs> yep. You got Lee Iacocca. It's all just. It's, yeah. It's a crazy town. Oh shit! So um, and the a a tango. <laughs> so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I don't want to start the the meat of the show without reminding everybody that okay, we're recording this uh, and releasing it on the evening of Monday, uh, July twenty seventh, twenty twenty, and in less than one week on Saturday, August first, twenty twenty, we will be leading two virtual panels. At Virtual Gen Con 2020, Gen Con Indie is free this year. Just go get a ticket, search for either of or both of Mythical Monsters and Folktale Fauna, a roughly one and a half to two hour survey of the dumbest cryptids we think we've ever covered on this show, and then some other stuff with some returning guests, uh, friends of the show. And Ryan's coming back. I talked Ryan into jumping in. What's he doing? He's he's just going to join us for the panel. So oh, good. I'll send him all the info. Uh, I already invited him to the Zoom call. And then, so that's 5 o'clock Eastern. And then at 8 o'clock Eastern, after a brief, brief recess for dinner and, you know, taking a dump or whatever, we are going to do... Uh, way, to, way to work, yeah. Blue, Don. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just can't stay clean. We got to get ready for our scholarly performance on uh, Saturday. Cryptid fanfic, The Legend Continues. <laughs> where we will be reading the worst of the worst cryptid slash fic that we can find. Is that an, an, an intentional Boggy Creek 2 reference? No. No, it's because an intentional. Because Boggy Creek 2 is also the legend continues. No, oh, it's not the legend continues. Sorry, it's the legendary journeys. It's a reference to Hercules. <laughs> okay. Cryptid right. fanfic, the legendary journeys. But did if you search even... cryptid fanfic, I'm sure it's the only one you'll find. Did you reach out to Kevin Sorbo? No, because fuck him. <laughs> but he's, he's not busy. He's a dick and a half. <laughs> I, I seriously considered just like, what I'll the hell? I'll call him and ask him about Jesus being a yeah. mythical creature. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to just what the hell and drop an email to Sack Squatch and be like, hey, man, can you uh, sax it up for us? At our Gen Con panel? 
Can you prove your existence to the world? We love you so much. We we invented you, sort of. Do you have any original? Comp- yeah, it's all right. Wait, did I did I accidentally read the secret and make that happen? It was 14 years ago. We said Sax Squatch playing Careless Whisper, and then 2020 is fucking a Sax Squatch playing Careless Whisper. I know. I think we made that happen. We accidentally. did. We we wished it into reality by just putting it out there in the universe. Thanks, Oprah. And yet, I still don't have my Nell auto-tune, auto-tune song. Sorry. I put that out to the internet, and then, well, I, you know, not directly, but you know, I talked about that more than once, and it's yet to happen as far as I know. Something I've been putting out in the universe forever that also is yet to happen is I want a heavy metal cover of Kill the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> that doesn't exist. No, it should because that is a that is a metal ass song in the lyrics and in like the chugging bass line and like Gaston's uh-huh. baritone. It's it is a metal song. It's just not written like that. Someone needs to do it. it sounds like an Iron Maiden jam to me. Uh dude's voice is too high pitched. That's what's so great about yeah. it. But Gaston's like through the mist. Kill the beast. <laughs> See. <laughs> Okay, um, so I got, I got, we're we're back to regular cryptids this week, or at least our regular type of show, because this is this is kind of this is one that stretches it a little bit, but it's one of my very favorite things I, I read about when I was in fourth or fifth grade. I just remember getting getting a book called Haunted Animals from the from the um, library at the Catholic school I went to in fourth and fifth grade. And I read about like the de- remember the devil's footsteps in in England Ooh, like that they let you have they let you have ghost books oh, yeah that so the devil's okay. footsteps were in there and fucking I don't know maybe the Jersey Devil the only two I really remember were the two that super creeped me out the devil's footsteps and the one I want to do today have you ever heard of Jeff the Talking Mongoose. <laughs> No, is, is he from reg, is he from regular show? No, he's from the Isle of Man. Okay, um, he is a Manx mongoose. So I'm only familiar uh, with Ricky Tikki Tabby. Yeah, he's a different talking mongoose. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so Jeff, the talking mongoose from the Isle of Man, kind of, like I said, it stretches the definition of a cryptid. Because while it is claimed he is an animal, it's also claimed that he was some sort of spiritual thing or also maybe a ghostly apparition or a sort of shapeshifter. But the story starts in 1931. Uh, There was a family named the Irvings. Uh, who lived in a little farmhouse on the Isle of Man. And it was, they were the kind of family who, like, you know, they barely went 10 miles from the farmhouse. Like, they go to town to get groceries and shit. So but, everyone on the Isle of Man. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, like, uh, the uh, one of the things I read said that their daughter, uh, Voiri, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's uh, let, me, let me find the spelling for you, see what you think. Uh, V-O-I-R-R-E-Y. That sounds as good a pronunciation as any. Yeah, I'm going to go with Voiri, like Moira. Or like, ooh, maybe they're just trying to spill voyeur and fuck it up. <laughs> Voire. So and this baby is a straight-up pervert. It's called name it Voyeur. <laughs> so Voiri Irving, uh, until she was in her 20s, like never even went to the northern half of the Isle of Man, much less left the fucking <laughs> island. Well, what are you going to go look at some cows? Or a cat with no tail. I mean, it's Oh, look, boring. here's a different yeah. coastline. 
hey, this is a ghost cow. No, just a cow that's <laughs> over there when it should be over there. So, um, oh man, the Isle of Man in the 30s. How depressing is that? I know, but it gets less depressing. In September of 1931, Voiry was 13, and the family started hearing weird noises inside the walls of their houses, like vocalizations, scratching, knocking, coughing, and it you know it freaked them all out. And then eventually, those voice those sounds resolved into a voice. And the voice introduced itself as Jeff, said he was a mongoose born in New Delhi, India, in 1852. Oh, so he's magic and preposterously old. Yes. Okay, good. Right? So, I, didn't want, uh, <laughs> I didn't want, you know, not enough things in this mongoose. Now, sometimes, sometimes Jeff said that he was a ghost. Sometimes he said he was a mongoose. He described himself as having uh, human hands uh, and uh, did like, like creepy shit, would like throw stuff out of the walls at people. And uh, But he would eat human food. Like they would just leave human food like in little nooks in the walls and he would eat chocolate and shit. Uh, and they got footprints. Of Jeff the Mongoose. Okay. <laughs> Were they 1930s hobo man size? <laughs> they, they had fur from oh, Jeff okay. the Mongoose. They have a couple of pictures, all of which are blurry, even by 1930s Isle of Man standards. Uh, <clears throat> and they described him as looking like a weasel or a stoat on the odd occasions when they actually saw him. Now, Jeff, I think the reason why Jeff uh, kind of freaked me out when I was a kid is because... He he would say creepy ass shit, and uh, like at one point, the the Irvings claimed to have seen his like his little hands sticking out from behind the wall, but they looked like way too big to be mongoose feet, and they were like long fingered human hands. And the idea of a little yellow white yellowish white mongoose with overly large human fingers is fuck. It's, it's creepy as fuck. That's a good, yeah, scary stories to tell in the dark. Drawing. So uh, here's some here's some good quotes from Jeff the Talking Mongoose that he he told over the over the time he was living with the Irvings. I am not a spirit. I am a little extra extra clever mongoose. But then he said, "I am a ghost in the form of a mongoose, and I shall haunt you with weird noises and clanking chains." I am a freak. I have hands and I have feet. And if you'd saw me, you'd faint. You'd be petrified, mummified, turned into stone or a pillar of salt. I'm not evil. I could be if I wanted. You don't know what damage or harm I could do if I were roused. I could kill you all, but I won't. And then here's one of the weirdest quotes I found from Jeff the Mongoose. What a rude dude. I know. Uh, I'll split the atom. I am the fifth dimension. I am the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> for a fucking mongoose nuts put a sock in it chew coke i don't know i don't know what he's what, what he's talking about but you can't see me because i'm a merely a conceptual horror <laughs> so, look upon me would flay your mind here's a good one the hey, last where, one. where'd we where'd that lovecraft book go <laughs> that we had a couple months ago did Love? you drop that behind a wall lovecraft for, for, for hobos to read uh this is this, this is an ex excellent one. Uh, uh, I think we can in, infer the context. <clears throat> Put the bloody gramophone on. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, this is just a depression era clever man. 
yep. made their way into these like when this the mongoose keeps asking for windowsill pies <laughs> the mongoose said he needs a can of beans <laughs> yeah. i keep finding spirit bindles there's a there's a sign there's a sign scratched into the door frame of our house and i'm not sure what they mean um Yes, right, so, here's my here's my adult swim pitch. Mongoose. <laughs> Done, accepted, picked up. 3 seasons. I already drew it and it's <laughs> starring Tim and Eric and it's terrible. So uh this was investigated. It was investigated at the time by a, a couple of psychic investigators named Yes. Psychic Fudge. investigators yeah. from the 30s. Richard S. Lambert and his friend Harry Price. Okay, so Richard Lambert was the editor of a magazine called The Listener, and Harry Price was a paranormal investigator. And they wrote a book about it called The Haunting of Cashin's Gap. I was able to find a uh, full text of the first two chapters online, but it's just a fucking giant wall of text, and I started skimming it and just, ah, no, no, I'm not going to read all of this. Um I just I, I relied on some of the secondary sources instead, but according to them, at least it wasn't always named Jeff, which is spelled G E F, by the way. Oh, the worst! Yeah, not even G off, not even. Come on, British yeah. Geff. So Jeff the mongoose um, was originally Jim, but <laughs> then it, that name just didn't pop. It changed to Jeff. Um, so these guys, and in the thirties. A paranormal investigation in the 30s was like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Arthur Conan Doyle, looking at pictures of fake fairies and going, "Yep, that's fucking real as hell." Like that's a Genuine. paranormal. That's an investigation in the 30s, and these guys spent some time at the Irving's uh, uh, farmhouse and concluded that probably Voiry was just throwing her voice, and that. And that, that, like, that there was indeed enough space between the inner and outer walls of the home that you could easily yell in one place and it would echo through out into another. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And so, like, they never saw the mongoose, even though the Irving family claimed, like, they saw it regularly and Jeff would come with them to the market and, like, hide himself in the hedges so no one can see him, but he would talk to them the whole time. And he, I remember, I couldn't find this in any of the, the sources I read today, but I remember as a kid that uh, they begged him for a photograph to prove to people that he existed. And he would say no, he would say no. And then one day he declared, today I shall have my picture taken. And the picture is like a white blur on top of a log. So <laughs> it's not even as good as the fairy pictures, huh? Yeah, so um, the... Uh, there weren't a lot of magazine no. illustrations of mongooses at the time. Yeah, and they did uh they did do a sketch that when compared to an image of an actual mongoose looks nothing like a mongoose. <laughs> I immediately thought they just did a they did a bit. No. Like they got together and did a sketch about Jeffrey the mongoose. <laughs> and the the paranormal investigators are not impressed. Like are they doing a bit? What is happening here? <laughs> Jeff, can you hear me? Y yes and I oh, oh god no. I... <laughs> okay, now we're going to play a game called Scenes from a Hat. Jeff, okay, you go stand on this side of the of the house. <sighs> so, um 
Yeah, they 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 ended up being very very skeptical of it uh, at the end, and were able to demonstrate pretty clearly that the footprints presented to them and and uh, were footprints of the the dog of the Irving's sheepdog. Oh yeah, those are pretty comparable to mongoose prints. Or they were just plain like fabricated, just like picked out with a human <laughs> hand because like some of them were sheepdog prints and some of them completely lacked the texture you would expect from an actual animal footprint. So, so yeah, I mean, seems legit. Uh but he was sometimes a ghost. So, well, I don't know. And then the hair that was claimed to become, uh, have, have come from Jeff was also pretty indisputably uh, dog hair from the dog. So. Mongoose. Tonight at 930 <laughs> Eastern. Side <laughs> on Mongoose. Mongoose gets investigated by out-of-town investigators mm-hmm. who are here. Uh, no, so there was ghost cows, but they heard about mongoose. There was somebody mongoose. else. There was there was another psychic investigator named Nandor Fodor, which is just a horrible <laughs> name. Like, is he a is he a vampire? No, uh, he is a British and American parapsychologist, psychoanalyst, author, and journalist of Hungarian origin. You say he's not like an Eastern European hunchback. Uh, I mean, he's from Bergazatz, Hungary, so he may be a vampire. What was his name? Nodor Hodor. Nan- <laughs> Nandor Fodor. Nandor Fodor. <laughs> I really want my child to be hated and made fun of in all of Hungary. I, I keep telling them I'm not a vampire. That doesn't seem to help. <laughs> is Nandor, is that fucking, does that mean count in Hungarian? No, it's just my name. <laughs> Whatever, Dracula. Nandor Fodor. Oh, daddy, why you give me this name? You curse me with Nandor and Fodor. Nandor Fodor. That's uh-huh. Bad name. Yep. So he. Stayed, I bet he's in uh, Tobin's spirit guide. <laughs> he he stayed with the Irvings for a week. Never saw Jeff. Never heard Jeff. Decided that he didn't think it was deliberate deception. He thought that Jim Irving had a split off part of his personality. That manifested as Jeff the talking mongoose. Oh, okay, that's a pretty reasonable explanation. Yeah, so he had he had like he had multiple personalities and one of them was a wall. One of them weasel. was a, a wall, a ghost wall mongoose. Yeah, a ghost wall mongoose who wasn't a ghost but sometimes was. <clears throat> yeah, so uh Jeff the talking mongoose. I kind of want to <laughs> read there are a couple of uh like recently written books about him. But they're both self-published, so like I kind of want to read them, but no, not really, not really. So yeah, I have a beef, have a beef with Ghostbusters. Why? Don. Why is that? They talk about Tobin's Spirit Guide, but they never, they didn't have that prop. I want to know what that looks like. Yeah, I for uh, when the internet first was invented. One of the first things I did was search the internet for Tobin's Spirit Guide because I thought they were referencing a real thing. Real? I thought yeah. that too. I was like, is this a real thing? No, just like the way it's well, just kind know, of dropped. In quotes, like we say, you know, real, real thing. Yeah. Like, no, is this, well, a, is this a real book of the occult that they referenced? Or no, it's just yeah. a thing that uh, Ackroyd made up. I had that same thought at some point. It wasn't early in the internet. It was some time later. But I thought, wait a minute. I can look this up. Is this a thing that exists that's being referenced? 
Yeah. No, I wish. Unfortunately, no. I wish it was real. (sighs) Or I wish they just, you know, made a giant tome. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They could flip through and, like, this guy right here. (laughs) Tobin. (laughs) Well, you know, when they're talking about the the skyscrapers they don't make like they used to. Yeah. The Evo Shandor. guy's name was. Evo Shandor skyscraper. Yeah, Shandor. Yeah. Uh, did um, did you ever play the Ghostbusters Xbox 360 game? No, it was really good. It was a, good? it was a ton of fun, uh, and they got the whole voice cast back, which was great. Uh, Bill Murray was totally phoning it in, but it's fine. Like, <laughs> when is he not? <laughs> it, it was a, it had a really great story that like it, it pulled together shit from the first two. And Ackroyd has said if they ever did like a third movie with everybody, that's basically what the movie would have been, where mm-hmm. it, it like uh, Evo Shandor was the big bad. And he, he was kind of, he was like an architect of a bunch of other supernatural shit. And you had to go into the ghost realm to defeat him in the last couple of levels. And I'm curious, the, the new Ghostbusters that's coming out, there's a shot and the teaser of the Shandor mine. So how they're going to tie him into like, Mm -hmm. yeah, into how it's related. Yeah. And I, and I really hope, I really hope it is more of a horror movie than the 2016 reboot. Mm-hmm. Because Ghostbusters has legitimately frightening scenes and also funny scenes, whereas does, the, yeah. the, the reboot was more of just like a summer action blockbuster. It was, yeah. it was a very different was, kind of movie. All, it was silly all the way through. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to talk about. Jeff, the Talking Mongoose. Like, there's not the much, it, you know. Can I ask you if the did, do you remember if the animated series had Tobin's Spirit God? I think it did. It? I think it did. Um, I, I want to say they referenced it, especially in the first couple of seasons when J. Michael Straczynski was writing for it, and it got like serious occasionally, where they had like they fought Lovecraft monsters and uh, did uh, they? Yeah, and Sherlock Holmes came to life, and I watched one episode of it because I just I go through and like sample uh-huh. the shit I remember from being a kid. Yep, I do the same. And I just thing. watched like one episode of each thing. Be like, huh. This is sort of how I remember it. Yeah. I watched the first episode when it hit Netflix, and the animation was so bad, it was hard to keep going. And we're like, we don't animate on ones. We animate on nines. (laughs) That's not even divisible by 24, and we don't give a (laughs) shit. That's why it looks so good. Because everything is bad. We just do three, and we did two and a half drawings Mm -hmm. for each second of film. Mm -hmm. It's like a Tool song. It's just a really complex time signature. It's prog animation. (laughs) Shit. What was it, Jeff the Mongoose? Yeah. What, are you going to Google him now? I might. So, yep. Jeff, uh, one day, just stop talking. And yeah. that, that's that. The story ended. And people are still like, oh, what was Jeff? Well, probably oh. not a talking mongoose. Well, the daughter moved away. And Jeff just <laughs> stopped just talking to us. Well, how strange. So, Mongoost. Mongoost. Season two. <laughs> you haven't finished season one yet. Don't worry about it. It's uh, a. <laughs> it's non serialized. It's just. It's episodic. Yeah. So it's less it's venture. It's less venture re- brothers. More C Lab twenty twenty one. Yeah. Hit that reset button. Yeah. Everyone dies at the end of every episode. We'll just reuse all the existing Hanna Barbera mongoose animation. Mm hmm. So, what do you, you got? Anything? Anything fun? It's a short episode. Uh, 
how big? Well, like, how long does a mongoose live? Not <laughs> when did he say years. he was? He's from like eighteen thirty or something. Yeah, like eighteen forty-seven or some shit. Let's find that out. Uh, Jeff was born in New Delhi in eighteen fifty-two. Let's see. In captivity, mongooses can live up to twenty years. Yeah, that's still a lot, lot shorter than eighty years. Longer than I would have expected. It's true. I saw some in Hawaii. They were kind of gross looking. Ooh, I for, oh, I forgot this detail. How could I forget this detail? So uh, they sold the house in 1945 when James Irving died. Uh, Margaret, uh, his wife, and Voiry sold the house and moved away. And 1946, the man who bought the house claimed uh, to the press that he had shot and killed Jeff the Mongoose. He murdered him, <laughs> and he found he found the the body he displayed was black and white and much larger than Jeff ever claimed to be. So he shot something, so a dog or a cat, <laughs> oh another weasel, like an actual weasel that was just on the property. Yeah, so that's the end of Jeff. Someone claimed to murder him with yeah. a gun. Jeff was murdered. It's uh, it's not fair. It's not fair. Poor Jeff. Well, He's a real ghost. Yep. And and he can take his creepy human hands into the netherworld and Were they scaled to him or were they like human sized hands? They were bigger than they should be for him. They were larger than his back feet. Larger so how do they know it? So did they see him? Do they know he was a monster? Well, yeah, they, they saw him sometimes. I only find the description that they gave. Uh hold on. Uh, so, uh, according to Voiry, who saw him most often, he was the size of a small rat with yellowish fur and a large bushy tail. Yeah. Which is, is, is not what a mongoose looks like. So put this one on the realistic cryptids, right? List. Absolutely. Totally realistic. So let's talk about real mongoose. Mongooses. I think it's mongooses. I probably, I, I doubt it has an etymological tie to actual geese. As much as we want it to do that. Mm-hmm. It's oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah mongooses. It's, it's from an, uh, an old word in India, mongoose. So, yeah, it's got nothing to do with the word goose. So, uh, mongooses are in what is the family Herpetizidae. Looks like it's their own family. So, there are carnivores. There are 23 species of mongooses. There is a species that is kind of lightish yellow in color. I'm looking at a picture mm-hmm. of it right now. I'm not sure which species it is. Unless that's... Oh, oh so the top it's like right. a murder prairie dog. It's called a slender mongoose. The yellow mongoose is actually tan. So that's kind of, that's kind of dumb. But yeah, a mongoose looks vaguely like a weasel. Like it looks like a mustelid even though it's not a mustelid. And they are most famous for being able to kill the shit out of very venomous snakes. What is this? Are meerkats technically mongooses? Huh. Are they in the same family? Yeah, it looks like they are. They sure look like them. A meerkat is a small mongoose. I didn't know that. Cool. Um, but looking at like all the other species of mongooses, meerkats look a little bit more like prairie dogs, and the other ones look a little bit more, a little bit more like weasels or stoats. Um, so, uh, mong geese, uh, do in fact kill the shit out of some snakes. At least some species do. Um, and, uh, 
they uh oh fuck i forgot what i was gonna say um oh yeah uh it's the indian gray mongoose is that the yeah the indian gray mongoose uh they fight venomous snakes and basically to a standstill like they can avoid the strikes they have big poofy fur so like the strike of of the snake doesn't actually penetrate their skin it just gets a big bite of the fur and they just fight the snake until the snake is too tired to fight and then they eat it Hmm. so that's pretty badass is it anything other than cobras uh it just says everywhere i just said yeah like the the hooded cobra the king cobra is stereotypical it just says venomous snakes um, they're also resistant to snake venom. So if they do get tagged under the fur, they're probably going to be fine. So they have that in common with the, uh, the badass honey badger who doesn't take shit from anybody. Gets stung by a very meme worthy. Yeah. Gets stung by a bunch of scorpions or whatever and just sleep it off. Yeah. So mongooses are pretty badass, uh, but they do not talk. And they do not claim to be the eighth wonder of the world. And they're probably not ghosts. Probably not. Maybe. I don't want to yeah, leave. I can't say definitively yeah. that mongooses don't turn into ghosts. Okay, so we've talked about Jeff the mongoose. And now I want to give you an update from the Center of Excellence. Oh, yeah. Have you I, I finished? Uh, got your doctorate yet? I, not yet. I finished module two of, I think, ten today. And module two, two was Nessie and other lake monsters. Oh. Yeah. And it took a surprisingly, to me anyway, balanced view of the existence of the Loch Ness Monster. I expected it to be like, Nessie exists and this and that, and like completely ignoring the, the, the surgeon's photo being a hoax. Nope. Totally debunked the surgeon's photo, pointed out that every single attempt to find it via sonar has come out as inconclusive or a complete failure. Like, still leaves the door open, but was mostly like, yeah, if it's there. It, this, one's, this one's bunk. Yeah, this, there, there's not a lot of good evidence for Nessie. Uh, but it did, have, uh, it did have some interesting things I wanted to, to convey to you. Because despite being a fairly decent take on on Nessie, at least from my perspective, um, it's uh, I, I learned something new. Uh, you know what mosasaurs are? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, you know, like large aquatic reptiles around the same time as the plesiosaur. I guess I, I've never heard this. I've heard I've heard the plesiosaur. I've heard the giant eel hypothesis for Nessie. I've never uh, heard the Mosasaur hypothesis for Nessie, and so that's some cryptozoologist saying maybe it's a Mosasaur. Uh, And according to the author of this Center for Excellence course, uh, the Mosasaur is an ancestor of modern whales. So... I don't know about that. The aquatic mammal whales, they descended from an aquatic reptile... Uh-huh, yeah. That's, Called, yeah. Well, they look so similar. They got flippers. I know. They had flippers and a big oh, mouth. Don't worry about where mammals came from. Yeah. This is in a cladistics class. Here I thought that they descended from kind of like big cat slash dogish type <laughs> land mammals who, mammal? you know, over millions <laughs> of years migrated to the sea and their nostrils moved onto their heads and their hands and feet turned into fins. And I guess I was wrong. Um, actually, the mammal and reptile tree split on two separate occasions. Occasions. Yeah, not with therapsids. Uh, yeah, once. A little later than that. Yeah, well, it did then, and then it split again <laughs> in the late Cretaceous. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hey, did you know Archaeopteryx and bats are related? Yeah, I did. Um, and in, I mean, uh, they are. Yeah. But... 
uh, yes. back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking a word of that differently, but yeah. <laughs> you know that bats and bugs are related? They are. Yeah. If you Just, go, yeah. You know, in the same way that like a car and a building is related. <laughs> <laughs> They're both made of things that came from the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's one thing I learned and I don't know if there's a way to like complain that like, Hey, I'm kind of enjoying this surprise to my own surprise. I'm enjoying this dumb course, but Mosasaurs in no way led to modern whales. Please remove that. Um, I'll look into it. Maybe I just complained about it on the Facebook group and then everybody in the, in the center of excellence cult tries to get me banned. I don't know. Like, wait a minute. I think this guy might know about real science. So, oh, by the way, Blake, um, when's your birthday? It was a while ago, right? April. Yeah, so I didn't get you a birthday present, but all of the Center for Excellence courses are currently 29 pounds. So if you go on there and there's any angel reiki or hedge witchery that you want to learn about, I will happily buy you a late birthday present of a Center for Excellence class. Oh, man, super. (laughs) I can put that on my wall. Next to my equally useful degree. The real one. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So there's the other thing I wanted to mention about Center for Excellence is I wanted to, I I screen capped a quote uh, that is just, uh, it's priceless. It really is. Descriptions of the monster vary. Some say that it looks like a huge log. (laughs) What? What? What is that in what the lock? Could, it looks like a log. Be mistaken for a huge log when it looks like a huge log. <gasps> that looks like a huge log floating in the lock. It must be the beast. Bigfoot very. Sometimes it's described as a bear standing up. <laughs> Other times it's described as looking like a man in a monkey suit. Other witnesses... Say it looks like a tree in the dark when they're kind of scared. <laughs> so that's only the first half of the sentence. Others compare it to a whale with fins and a round head. So, <laughs> like, I, why do you qualify that? Like, it, it doesn't look like those whales without fins with knife-shaped heads. Those finless whales. Those finless with their, whales with their cube pointy, heads. Pointy heads. Those, so, pinhead, those pinhead snake whales that those, we're also familiar with. The circus freak whales from that movie. Are you, yeah, circus ship sinking. They said the one 30s. of us. One of us, and but in whale. <laughs> so it was like, whoa, like that. Oh, that's a freaky, that's a freaky movie. Yeah. Literally, ha, because yeah. it's got freaks in it. Yeah. So and it's titled I, Freaks. I see what you did there. I uh, I think I would be remiss uh, if I didn't uh, if I didn't mention that this this was the first thing I have read about the Loch Ness Monster in probably literally 30 years that mentions the sighting that supposedly happened in the 6th century. Oh, yeah, with Saint whomever. Yeah, Saint, it was uh, Col- Saint Columba. Who who's who saw it attack somebody and used the power of yes, God to yeah. chase it away? Yes, he he held up a cross and commanded it away with the power of Jesus. But even even the center of excellence recognizes that that account was written a hundred years after it supposedly happened. Oh, so I it, like I don't understand if that's kind of your base. 
I mean, really, if you're being honest, the surgeon's photo is the base, right? Like that's kind of, if that's the, that's the foundation of this whole dumb house of cards. But if the initial sighting that you harken back to the monster was scared of Jesus, like a vampire or a demon, how come that's not more part of the mythology? Why did, why did we feel the need to like scientize this thing? It would be so much cooler and more metal if the Loch Ness monster was like, no, it's a demon fish. It looks like a whale with fins and horns on a round head. You seem pensive. I'm just thinking about all the different ways to ward off Nessie. If Nessie's <laughs> more of like a vampire. Well, it depends on what the What are you doing out of the lock? You got to put a rooster tail in your pocket or the <laughs> monster will get you. That's it. Get out of here, Loch Ness monster. I ain't got no tree fitty. <laughs> You sure as hell don't take tree fitty out on the water, out on the lock. That's when I realized that the demon was actually an enormous crustacean from the Paleolithic era. <laughs> oh, chef's oh, parents. Early South Park. So good. Yeah. Um, so that's what I learned about Nessie. They also mentioned Ogopogo uh, and a couple other, a couple other like random ass like monsters towards the end. Uh, let me see. What is my next one? Let me sign in real quick and tell you what my, my next module is all about. Center of excellence. Center of excellence. If you want to learn about vampires, they have that course. I can sign you up for that one. Oh, sweet. Vampirology. I bet it totally wasn't written by a guy named like George who goes by Alucard and pretends to enjoy drinking his girlfriend's blood. I guarantee it was not written by that My guy. My name is Andor Lestat. <laughs> Shut up, George. Uh, stop. Yeah, you, you just know he co-ops terms from the trans community. Stop dead naming me. I am now a vampire. I have been I'm- turned. I have been embraced by the night. My name is Nandor Gozer. <laughs> Her names that I, I heard on um, on shows. Uh, I'm, I, I, you, I, I, people say I'm just a Hungarian parapsychologist, but I am actually a vampire. Nandor from What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. And then the other one is from Ghostbusters. But, you know, the, the first, the, orig- the original one. Yeah, you know, Gozer, no. Gozer, the Destructor. <laughs> was originally going to be played by Paul Rubens. Fuck, did I log in here with Facebook? Yeah, that would have been good. I think it was pretty good as it was. I know, but that would have been really great if Pee-wee was, was the destructor. <laughs> well, Pee-wee was supposed to play him as, like, a man in a really nice suit with, like, a walking stick. I, I, I kind of dig the androgynous. Like, the Ziggy Stardust yeah, version? Yeah, the, the flat top gozer. Yeah, that's, I guess, if, if they had just averaged the two. Mm-hmm. And just put Pee Wee in like a disco suit. In that same suit. costume. <laughs> in All a right. disco bodysuit. So I've done module two. I've taken my test on it. I was a bit of a smart ass on the test. Uh, I, I did feel the need to point out that the Scottish Highlands are not only known for lake monsters, but also immortal swordsmen. Uh, and True. I recommended on the question of uh, name three lake monsters who aren't Nessie. I named the three from the module and then recommended that the person who grades it checks out Raystown Ray's theme song. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see what they say. Uh, module three, which I may do later this week because two went really quickly, is the Kraken and other sea monsters. Speaking nice. of the Kraken, did you hear Seattle got a hockey team named the Seattle Kraken? Yeah, people are pissed because it's a dumb one. It's I I think that it's pretty badass. You know what Seattle's known for? 
giant squid. Well, what are you going to call it? The the fucking depressing city raindrops? Giant octopus? Grunge town Cobains? No, we did, we did a whole bit on this a while ago, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did, actually. <laughs> Like we already wait, just I'm just gonna stop you there, Don. We already did this. We are, we, we we're, we're just repeating ourselves at this point. Um, yeah, I don't care. Kraken's a badass name. The logo looks pretty sweet. Yeah, it's, it's all right, I guess. Yeah, it's it's um, that's, that's pretty cool. All the good ones were already taken because there was already a Seattle rain mm-hmm. spelled like the domination. I, uh, I I I do like that that news dropped the same day that the Washington Redskins decided to be incredibly passive aggressive about changing their name. So change it to the Washington Football Team, <laughs> right? Really? And, and, and so they're like, "Oh, hey, SJWs, are you happy now? We're the Washington Football Team." And Seattle was like, "Yeah, we're the Seattle Kraken. It's not that fucking hard to come up with a decent name, douchebag." <laughs> <laughs> I I just I kind of hope that that the the Washington football team decides to go just completely generic, just one hundred percent generic, and everybody's name on the on the back is just like player one, player two, <laughs> player three. We're unveiling our new gray jerseys. <laughs> if you look at them through the right glasses, they say obey, consume. <laughs> they live. They live team. <laughs> We're here to play football and chew bubble gum, and we're all out of bubble gum. Uh, <laughs> their mascot is just Keith David. Like, not, not, not a guy in a Keith David suit, just Keith David. It's, no, they, Get no, out there and play football! It's the former Redskins. They'd go with Rowdy Roddy Piper. That's true. Didn't he, they dead? Didn't he they die? They would go with Keith David. Is Rowdy Roddy Piper, is he dead? I think he, he is. is, yeah. Yeah. So I knew Macho Man was because he got in a car accident. Yeah, Rowdy Roddy Piper died a few years ago. Yeah, so they'll just be—it'll just be a man, a large man mascot in a in a kilt for for <laughs> for Rowdy Roddy Piper for the Washington they lives. Well, that would be pretty great if you just named your team the Rowdy Roddy Pipers, <laughs> and that was your team, and you had a mascot. It was just like a big head of him. Yeah. Yep, in a kilt. He ran around and just tackles. <laughs> the, that would be awesome. The first time I played through uh, Saints Row Four, I <laughs> there were a lot of They Live references in Saints Row Four. Which, if you have not picked it up, buy it when it's like five bucks. It is such a oh, it's a phenomenal fucking game. It's very silly. It's, and it's fun. so silly. It's so fun. And uh, I I ended up getting it on sale on like the definitive PC version, so it had a bunch of DLC. One of the things it had built in from the beginning of the game was the Rowdy Roddy Piper costume. And like really early on, you gain the ability to fly. It's like you steal two cars and then become a superhero. And <laughs> so I was just like flying around the city dressed like Rowdy Roddy Piper. It was great. Yeah. So hey, um, there they have an away game. With the the Wilmington Macho Mans, <laughs> and then they go to the Portland Hulks. <laughs> it's just the whole instead of the the coin the coin toss takes like twenty minutes because they gotta they gotta talk shit for a while. <laughs> oh yeah, brother! <laughs> Next week I will take you on in Saskatchewan, the Saskatchewan Stone Colds. 
and we have the rock as an honorary referee and they all just make crazy eyes at each other so you're you're explaining you're you're basically creating a better version of the xfl where instead isn't that popular instead of wrestlers playing football it's football guys kind of doing wrestling no don and if the nfl and football are serious business yeah they totally are there's no kayfabe there they don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah, um, we're almost at an hour. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's cut it. Let's let's end it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, once again, this Saturday, August first, twenty twenty, five o'clock Eastern, six o'clock, in if you're in the ocean, four o'clock Central, <laughs> three o'clock Mountain, and two o'clock Pacific for Blake. Uh, we're going to be doing Mythical Monsters and Folktale Fauna. We're going to be streaming it on Facebook and on YouTube. Go to our Facebook page. I unfortunately cannot create a, a, a link to send everybody immediately because we're streaming it via, via Zoom, which does not work with that function of Facebook. But if you follow us on Facebook and you are on our page, we will be live streaming at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, you'll learn some stuff. We'll joke around with our friends. And uh, um, then at 8, 7... Six five, we will be doing cryptid fanfic, the legendary journeys, where we're going to read this one that I found and read to Blake the other day, where Cloud from Final Fantasy VII gets it on with Bigfoot. That's the only one I'm going to tell you because it's the only one I know for sure I'm going to read. <laughs> we'll find good ones though. There are a lot of Mothman, fucking Voltron characters. We'll surely, surely, surely get one of those. I bet. That's so, a whole genre, apparently. It's, yeah, it's a big, it's a big genre. Is is Mothman? fucking like pidge <laughs> why why you gotta pick on pidge <laughs> yeah there's probably so many so many of them that are that you think <laughs> i don't think mothman to be into hunk i don't think he's a chubby chaser i just don't get that feeling from mothman <laughs> <sighs> oh all right blake any any final thoughts for the people uh don't forget to watch Mongos <laughs> 11, 11 Eastern, whatever Central, when Mongos takes on um, Gorilla Flower. <laughs> Sticking words. <laughs> Whoa, what is this? This is the same bomb ass thing I played us out with last time. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe two times ago, I can't remember. All right, everybody, thank you again for listening. And tell all your friends about us and have as many people as possible come watch our Gen Con live streams. You don't need to buy a ticket through Gen Con. They're free tickets anyway. It won't hurt us if you do. It'll only help us, but you don't have to. You can just watch us on Facebook. And I'm going to try for YouTube, too. Thanks again. We love you all very much. Goodbye. Goodbye.